All right. So we are about to do Thursday of Parshas Bayetze. And at this point, just to remind ourselves what's going on, Yaakov has already been in the house of Lovan for 14 years. <laughs> 14 very long years, seven years working for Rachel, and then a week later, another seven years working for Rachel. 14 years. And he's ready to go. As we saw in yesterday's Torah portion, juxtaposed to the conclusion of the 14 years is the birth of Yosef, Joseph, who spiritually has a force to overcome and destroy Esau. So even though technically Yaakov, Jacob, couldn't leave because he had committed to 14 years, but he also wouldn't leave because he knew that he needed some strength to overcome Esau. Now, when this newborn baby is born, ah, he has Esau's adversary. He's confident to go. You can see it's a very spiritual concept. And it's exactly the end of the 14 years. And he's saying to love and I'm done. And that was actually the last verse of yesterday's portion when Levin says, oh, I see that actually, I have to admit very begrudgingly, it's sort of good for me that you're here. I'm sort of blessed. As Rashi points out, that before Jacob came, how was he blessed? He didn't have any sons. Because his daughter, Rachel, Rachel, went as a shepherd. Obviously, he had older sons. Rachel would have not gone. The boys would have been the shepherds. And the commentators say that Rashi also was implying if he had younger sons, Rachel would have been home taking care of them. So there were no boys. And now, as we see in the storyline, there are boys because the sons of Lovan are going to be complaining in six years about Yaakov. So I was blessed by you. I don't want you to leave. Now we can say, what? What? Why in the world would Jacob choose to spend one extra minute with such an arch villain? But Jacob, of course, saw things far more deeply than we do. And he understood that his work wasn't done. That he was sent to Haran. He was actually the archetypical Jew. I mean, Abraham had ten tests. Obviously, Isaac also went through much. But Jacob, Yaakov, he is the one that had to live for 20 years in the place of God's anger, Haran, with this absolute villain, Lovan. For what goal? to transform them, to extract all the sparks of intense godliness buried in such evil. And he saw he wasn't done. And he had to work more. And actually, for the next six years, he has to acquire wealth. Because until now, believe it or not, for 14 years, he hasn't been paid one penny. They were somehow surviving on what his son's were managing to, to gather in terms of food and sustenance. They literally received nothing from Lavan. And, you know, the, the oldest one was about six. <laughs> Reuven was, you know, at this point about six uh, years and five months. So there's 11 boys, and then another at least uh, 13 girls, 
and even more like 14 girls and uh, nothing came in. But when he left, six years later, he left with enormous wealth. And with that wealth, he's really extracting the energy that's potentially there. It's an enormous spiritual work he's going to continue for the next six years. So, looking at chapter 30, verse 28. So, Lovin said, and he said, Specify your wage to me and I will give it. Which Rashi explains, in, in the Hebrew it's not clear, but this means it's a very unusual phrase, or Rashi says to translate it according to Uncleus, to, to spell out your wages. And Rashi very often relies on Uncleus, a very big support for many of Rashi's comments and explanations. The next verse, 29. But he said to him, you are aware of how I've worked for you and what your livestock were with me. Meaning what your livestock were, Rashi says, means, you know, when I first started out, you had uh, very few, how much they really were. Verse 30, for the little that you had before I came has expanded substantially as God has blessed you with my coming. And now, but will I also do something for my own house? So, pretty straight. He's saying, you know, he started off with very little, Levin. Let's, let's, let's be honest. And now you have a lot. As you said, why? Because God blessed you through me. But guess what? I got nothing of this. I have zero. I also have to make for my home. So there are two Rashis on this verse. In the middle of the verse, which I translated as God has blessed you with my coming, it literally says in Hebrew, to my foot. What Jirashi explains to my foot means, like the phrase is, God has blessed you with my foot, to my foot, meaning because of the arrival of my feet to you. With the coming of my feet, blessing came to you. And then the verse said, when will I also do something for my own house? Rashi explains my own house means for the needs of my house, because right now, who's supporting my house? As I mentioned before, my sons. You know, and again, Ruvain's, who was born seven months after they got married, means he's right now, as we said, six years and five months. And then you got Shimon seven months after him. And then you got Levi seven months after him. And then you got Yehuda seven months after him. But of course, I mean, those days, you know, with these people, their maturation was very high. It was on a very high level, and they were supporting the household. Because Yaakov, Jacob, he was working for Lovah. So, in verse 31, he, Lovin, said, what shall I give you? And Jacob said, don't give me anything. If you'll do this thing for me, I'll resume pasturing and guarding your flocks. Let me pass through your whole flock today. Move from there every speckled or dappled lamb, every brownish lamb among the sheep, and the dappled or speckled among the goats. That will be my wage. So, I'm going to explain Jacob's concept because it might not be clear as I do it verse by verse. Jacob knew he was dealing with Lava. He said, love and listen. I mean, obviously, he knows whatever wages he's going to say, whatever deal he's going to make, Lovin's just going to try to cheat him anyway, because Lovin has no desire to give him anything. He just wants to keep him there as like his talisman, his, his good luck piece. So he said, this is my idea. I'm going to keep watching your sheep. 
you remove from the sheep any that are spotted or speckled or striped. You will, of course, cross-check 50 times, I know, to make sure nothing is left that's spotted or speckled or striped. Then, from the new flock, any sheep that are born that are spotted, speckled, or striped, I keep. And any that are born without that, you keep. And those will be my wages. Love and light world is an awesome deal. And as we're going to read it in the verses, Rashi is going to clarify, Lava not only took away all the spotted, speckled, and striped, he also took away any strong, normal, healthy animal. So he left Jacob with the weakest, poorest quality animals because he didn't want to give him anything. He's, he's evil. Evil doesn't give. Evil takes. But he just wanted him to be there. In other words, he almost really didn't even need him as a shepherd because all of his animals, not only the spotted, speckled, and striped, all the strong, healthy animals, he gave to his sons. He didn't have Yaakov watching them because he didn't want that any strong animal that's more likely produced a strong child, Jacob should get. So he leaves him with a bunch of sick, old animals. Ha, 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 ha. And of course, there's the God factor. And as we'll see in the verses, the, the details of what happened. But from these sick, unhealthy, and only solid colored animals are born Many, 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 very, very strong, healthy, spotted stuff. That's right. Lovin sees what happening, what's happening. He's like, oh, well, that was a bad deal. So he changes the deal. That was no problem with changing the deal. And he changes it. For the next six years, he kept changing the deal. Every time, as he saw that Jacob was getting increasingly wealthier and wealthier and wealthier, he keeps thinking, oh, I'm making a mistake somehow with this deal. But of course, with God's incredible protection, for the next six years, Jacob amasses more and more and more animals not that he could outwit or outsmart Lovin, that wasn't the point. There's a God. And God made sure that whatever crazy deal was made, it always worked out for Jacob. So looking at this verse, we go here through these words, which basically, again, I should explain the words that I said into English. It's really in the Hebrew. You have the need for the translation. Once they were said in English, it's hard to understand. It's it's just saying what I said. Nakud is speckled, like little dots. Kalua is spotted. There's patches, like very large spots. Chum is like this auburn, reddish-brown. This will be my wages. So here, he explains this concept that if there's anything that are speckled or dappled among the goats, auburn among the sheep, those will be mine. And anything like that, take away. And oh, you don't don't give any of those to me. And in other words, really, Lovin's thinking, ha ha ha. You know, Jacob doesn't know basic uh, science. Since the, the the parents don't have spots or speckled or pot or patches, obviously the kids are all going to be solid. So obviously, Jacob's going to get nothing good. And anyway, I'm only going to give him the weakest, sickest animals that aren't going to give birth to anything anyway, except maybe a really weak kid. Good. So Jacob will get nothing good. I want him to have nothing. I just want him around. But again, God made it work out anyway. 33, let my integrity testify for me in the future what will come regarding my wage before you. Any that is not speckled or dappled among the ghosts or brownish among the sheep is stolen in my possession. So therefore, I'm going to start off with your solid colored animals. They will produce children. Anything that's a solid child, you'll get. Anything that's spotted or speckled or 
dappled or patches I will get. And if you would actually see among my floss anything that's completely solid, we can say I stole it. And I, I'm not worried. My integrity should testify for me. I've worked for you for 14 years. For 14 years, I haven't slept. Because it's been totally responsibility. And even the, seven, the second set of seven years, which was a complete dishonest corruption on Lovin's part, that was Lovin's end. You know, it says one who fights with one is dirty becomes dirty. So Yaakov didn't stoop to love it and say, well, since you tricked me into this, you think I should really watch them honestly? He, the second set of years, as Rashi told us, were as honest and as sincere as the first. So you know who I am. And you know that you're only going to find in my flocks spotted, speckled, dappled. And if you find anything else, you could say I stole it. And Lovin said, yes, if only it will be as you say. Again, Lovin's like, oh, this is an awesome deal. Boy, is Yaakov a fool. So, yes, I am agreeing to what you're saying. If only it will be say, this is all you want? This, this is a very good deal. I, ho- I hope this is all you want. I hope you keep the, the, these terms because it's great for me and horrible for you. Perfect situation. Verse 35. So he moved on that day, he... Meaning love and removed on that day the ringed and dappled he goats and all the speckled and dappled goats, everyone that had white on it, as well as all the brownish ones among the sheep, and he put them in charge of his son. So, as Rashi explains, Lovan took away any animal that had any type of spotting on it at all, and he gave it to his sons, and his sons were a three day distance. So there'd be no, no, no chance that any of those animals that genetically have this coloration should mate with the animals that Yaakov is in charge of. So, no, God forbid, there shouldn't be produced any animals that actually should benefit Yaakov. And he put a distance of three days between himself and Jacob, and Jacob tended Lovin's flock that remained. That remained, why do we say that remained? Jacob told Lovin's flock. What's the, that remained? That remained meaning he only got the leftovers. He only got the remainders. Because Lovin not only, as we said, took away the spotted and the speckled and the dappled and the patched, he also took away any animal that was healthy. Who did he leave for Jacob? The low-grade ones, the sick ones, the barren ones. This is evil. He wants Jacob to stay, but he doesn't want to give it a thing. 37. I guess we're going to have to stop at this point just to briefly explain what Jacob does. Now, everything of course, came from God. And the only way Jacob left there with the shirt on his back, let alone the enormous wealth he left with, was because of God. And Jacob knew that from the beginning. But still, there's a concept that we do what we can in nature without trusting it too much, and then let God do the rest. So what, as the verse explains in detail, what Jacob did in nature was he took sticks and he made them striped or spotted or speckled or patched. So when the animals would water, they would see these sticks, and this would impact them, so they would give birth to children that were also like that, spotted and speckled, and, which is a very interesting concept, very strongly pointing out this idea of how, much, how impressionable we are. Now, of course, that they gave birth to these children Anyway, they're so sick and barren and old and weak. It was a miracle, let alone that they all looked exactly like they were supposed to. But of course, a miracle. It was, of course, God. But the fact that Jacob chose to do this 
as the, the physical vehicle, it's because there's a truth to it. And that's why when people are pregnant in general, they're supposed to be very careful about what they see, what they look at. They're accustomed not to go to a zoo when you're pregnant, even though, of course, regularly it's not a problem because what you see really impresses you, really impresses the fetus inside of you. Now, there's many other levels going on here. You could say, oh, my gosh, Jacob worked for six years to, to earn flocks, to earn money? With lots of spiritual things happening as well. As Kabbalistically, we're told through all of his work with the sticks, that's how Jacob was putting on tefillin, phylactery. So there's a lot of levels of what's going on. But again, on the basic level, he's doing his work, staying for the six more years, accruing all this wealth, and obviously through this process, doing the work of refinement of the sparks that were still trapped in Harun. And obviously if Harun is such an evil place, they're very powerful sparks and releasing them through all of his sincere God work.